Don't go anywhere. Talking with the next psychic who will reveal some stuff about the new age and what's behind psychics. Stay tuned. It's another one from Truth Be Told, Jose 46 Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trevor Trev, coming back for another one on today, tonight, this evening, wherever you are at in the world. Again, we say hello to our friends across the world. What is happening? Ireland, England, all across Europe, Sweden, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Greenland, all throughout Africa, where we're being downloaded, uh, South Korea, where we're at as well uh brazil is another one i'm trying to remember these off the top of my head i do not have the statistics canada is another one australia we want to say what's up what's happening how is everybody over there especially across the u.s the great u.s of a what's going on my home state of virginia two up two down new york is a big download as well so what's up to everybody in uh the empire state what's happening uh california all across the u.s we greet you with grace and peace in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank God for Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on Calvary's cross, his shed blood for the remission of sins. But as the writer of Hebrews says, he sat down at the right hand of God, the father. And then after he sat down, he sent that promise to us. Amen. Which is the Holy spirit. So we thank God and we bear witness to the Trinity. Amen. God bless. So listen, uh, we are continuing on in our occult series and the slash cult c-u-l-t we'll get to the cult portion a little bit later on down the road we're, we're, we're speeding up I also wanted to keep you guys updated uh jamal and i were piecing together our halloween miniseries you do not want to miss this last year it was phenomenal we had dr eric junger who is an anglican exorcist uh if you haven't listened to that episode go check that episode out now uh, because he dealt with a lot of people that came out of the new age. So you guys might want to listen to the dangers of fooling around with tarot cards, Ouija boards, uh, astral projection, uh, anything dealing with the occult world or new age practice. Go listen to that. And he will tell you uh, even people that have been consulting witches and warlocks, uh, certain divination practices. You might want to listen to that and listen to some of the stories that he has to tell you. All right. Uh, then I think we also talked with uh, um, Joe Jordan, who is doing an awesome job helping people out of new age who have been dealing with aliens and UFOs. And so he exposes what's really behind that. So that's about the alien and demonic connection. And uh, so go check that out. But this go around what we have going on. I got to. Got a PhD coming on and uh, um, he deals with everything cryptozoology. So we're going to be dealing with werewolves, uh, maybe perhaps getting Bigfoot. We're going to deal with the goat man in Texas, uh, but we're going to be coming from a biblical lens. OK, uh, he even deals with vampires. Um, 
witches and all that the paranormal he's done a he's done a phenomenal job with some biblical writings even when uh jesus i believe jesus goes to caesarea philippi and he proclaims to the uh to peter and his disciples upon this rock i'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail well at the basis of that mountain is a cave and so briefly what they would do in the ancient world is when they got ready to sacrifice uh somebody they would throw this person in the cave and fact check me on this, because I believe if it if blood ran out of the cave, they did not accept the sacrifice. The gods that were in this cave, if blood did not run out, then they accepted the sacrifice. Now, most scholars believe that is Mount Hermon, uh, Hermon or Hermon, which some people are more familiar with, uh, where if you read some uh, uh, book of Enoch, you would know the watchers descended on a mountain, even in other ancient civilizations around that area, that mountain, I believe archaeologists have found over 20 something odd cultic, which is just worship cult sites on that mountain. So something went on there. You know, is there any validity? You know, maybe the day of the Lord will reveal some stuff that we debate about inside the church. But anyways, I'm so glad today I'm going to have somebody. Before, let me read this to you first. So there's a magazine that um, History Channel has out. They got a whole occult series magazines or something. You know, I got all the editions, Supernatural, the one on witches and the paranormal. All right. So it says here in the divination second section, listen to this, it says psychic businesses constitute a two billion dollar industry in the United States. Let me say that again. Psychic businesses This is according to History Magazine in the paranormal um, magazine edition psychic businesses constitute a $2 billion industry in the U S goes on to say, while there is no definitive evidence proving the legitimacy of their arts, there are a lot of people who believe based on their own experiences. We're going to be talking with an ex psychic today. Who's going to be talking to us about everything that goes on in the psychic world. What's behind it. She's going to share her testimony. Listen, if you're on TikTok, some of y'all about to bust through the ceiling of your wherever you at right now, listening to this podcast, because if you guys should know her. on I mean, her TikTok, I was like, whoa. And so God bless her, because that's that's another avenue where a lot of young people are gravitating is TikTok. And there is a lot of divination that is on TikTok. So my guest today is Miss Jennifer, ex-psychic. Welcome. Hey, how are you, Trevor? Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for joining. It's a Friday. And uh, well, it's Friday. when this podcast comes out, who knows what day it is. But God bless for allowing <laughs> us to be alive and uh, having the activity to hear that we're able to listen to podcasts. And so, Ken, I'm just so glad to have you on because your testimony is something powerful. God is so amazing. Honestly. Yes, ma'am. He's so big, and I'm happy to testify um, to his grace and uh, the saving gospel. Amen. Amen. I tell you, we um, we all have a testimony. I mean, I uh, mm -hmm. I tell people at a young age, I was I don't I used to be ashamed about this, Jennifer. I, I was molested oh. at, from ages four to five. And so anybody that's been molested, I, I don't I try not to get involved with it. But you kind of have like a spirit that's put on you. Occultists will tell you that. Like children are molested. They put a spirit on them, a control. And I would always have these type of experiences, getting involved with the wrong crowd, uh, women being uh, um, 
air quote womanizer. God forgive me. You know, God rescued me. Amen. But then getting caught up in and having these experiences where I was literally seeing, hearing, and feeling spirits. And I mean, this stuff would scare you half to I mean, some stories yeah. that validified the, my experiences if I brought, if I still talk to these people today and brought them in they would tell you but anywho um Miss <clears throat> Jennifer I'm sorry thank you, you went through that yes ma'am yes ma'am you know I um the release came I took uh I, I went to Liberty uh and got my I went to seminary at Liberty for uh, my MDiv in apologetics and uh I took a class um evangelism class and uh, uh, Dr. David Wheeler. And uh, it's a young lady. I never forget this story he told. And this was a section in evangelism about learn the evangelizer must learn what forgiveness is as well. And just to be brief, this young lady was bawling tears in the class. He's telling a story and he, he told her to stand up and he was talking to her. She said, I was I was raped, you know, at a young mm -hmm. age. And he said, stop where you at. He said, how many people in here have been molested? And been raised, and it's like 50 to 50 to 60 people in this class. 95, he said, 90 about 95% of that class raised their hands. And he said, Look around. He said, You are not alone. And and I knew that I used to, I would that that memory would pop up in my mind, I'd be having a great day, and it'll pop up in my mind, and I would just try to seclude and seclude it. But see, that's what the devil wants to do to us. Mm -hmm. Seclude, he wants to divide, seclude, and he wants to destroy you. That's right. That's but absolutely it, right. Right. And and book of Revelation tells us that we overcome by the blood of the lamb in our testimony. Yes. Amen. So we we can't I'm not I'm no longer ashamed of that experience. I want to help somebody. So somebody can yes. say, hey, man, how how what did you do? The hardest thing I ever did was I called the person up that did that to me and said, I forgive you. Wow. Wow. I forgive you. And and I'm not it's going to be between you and I. It's like what Joseph said to his brothers. Just tell my father I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Power of forgiveness. Power of forgiveness. Amen. Well, well Miss Jennifer, I'm not gonna, I'm not being interviewed. You being interviewed. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's okay. We're, we're chatting. It's, it all it all points to Christ. Amen. Yes, ma'am. And you Amen. know, and that's how that's how demons will feed. I told several people, I said, you got to forgive because they prey on unforgiveness. Forgive, yes. Yes. forgive, you know, yes. even if you, you know, process it and, and you know, go talk with a, a um, biblical based counselor because every counselor and mm -hmm. every is not Christian. They're going to give you some other stuff. Right. You that's know, right. but anywho, yes. Miss Jennifer, maybe you can talk about that other stuff later on <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell the people a little bit about yourself <laughs> uh, a little bit about myself well yeah i um i was uh, afflicted by um demonic oppression at a very young age actually mm. started around the age of 12 uh, i started having dreams that would come true and mm. i had uh, psychics were acceptable in my home and mm -hmm. in my home at the age of 13, uh, the tarot card reader was in my home. And, mm. you know, back then we didn't have social media, praise, praise God, be honest with you, but right. uh, in a way. Um, so, so we weren't um, exposed that way, unlike the youth today, which you mentioned earlier, uh, being exposed. I really believe uh, social media with the um, manifesting and things of that nature. So um, I digress. I started going down a rabbit hole 
of divination. Uh, mm -hmm. The more that you give permission to spirits, and it's not like you're just sitting there saying, oh, yes, devil, come into my life. Uh, no, you're, you're attracted to the knowledge. Uh, you're attracted to this secret information. And, you know, um, it provides really a false sense of pride. So, hey, it's like, hey, you know, I know something that you don't know. And that's, I really believe, you know, the devil attacks us at pride. Right. Um, and yeah, I went down a rabbit hole. So as a teenager, I started to know things before people said them. I would know things before they would happen. Mm -hmm. um, and it just got worse and worse. The more I would, the more I would entertain it, the more I would do it, the more they would give me the mm -hmm. demonic spirits. And I didn't know it was demonic. I didn't know Jesus Christ. I didn't have a relationship with him. I knew of him. Mm -hmm. I was raised culturally Catholic. So we were in church, maybe a Christmas, maybe an Easter. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I had no faith. Uh, the Bible was in my house. I never read it. So I was just, I was, I was easy prey. I was easy prey. Honestly. Mm. You said you had a tarot card. Is this a tarot card reader in the house? This is a family member or somebody that would visit? No, it was somebody that my mom actually invited in somebody she had worked with and on the side this woman read tarot cards and so she came in and she got paid per reading wow and so we got wow. our little readings yep she, we got our little readings and she told me things that were true mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. which we definitely we definitely should touch on that because a lot of people please do go uh, ahead if you want to go ahead okay. i think that's a perfect bleed into help yourself okay it's it's such a horrible deceptive tactic because people think that if there is accuracy in a reading, then it must be okay. It must be coming from God. It must be, um, well, well meant, you know, or well intended. And, and it does not mean any of those things. There's accuracy in readings because the evil spirits are giving the psychic reader, the information and the evil spirits are everywhere. And they've been watching and studying mankind. In Revelations, you can see that a third of the angels fell along with Lucifer. So when you think about the heavenly host or angels, think about a very large number. It's like armies of angels. That's the heavenly host. Mm -hmm. So take that number and take a third of those angels and they fell along with Lucifer and they are here and they are watching and they know who your grandfather is. They know his name. They know his birthday. They know where you ate lunch last week. They know that you got the tattoo recently, that you have a piece of jewelry in your pocketbook. They know. And what they don't know or what they haven't seen, they can predict with amazing accuracy. They are intelligent creatures. They are not human beings. They are intelligent and they've been watching. Oh, and yeah. I always kind of give this analogy. I've been married uh, for almost... Well, I've been married for 10 years. I've been with my husband for longer. I can tell what my husband is about to do based mm -hmm. on knowing him and watching him for over 10 years. Right. When you watch, when you watch um, a movie sometimes, or if you've been watching a program like a soap opera or, or what have you, and you miss a month or two, you can pick right back up and predict what they're going to do because you've seen them do it so many times. You've studied it in a way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now take a far more intelligent creature with a really bad intention. Evil spirits do not mind to give you a little bit 
of truth, just like in Genesis. This is what the devil does. Genesis chapter three, when he started his manipulation and twisting of God's word to Eve in the garden, doesn't mind to twist things around and he doesn't care. And they don't care if you get a little bit of what you want, because the ultimate goal is to separate one from God. So every time you practice divination or you consult a tarot card reader, a psychic medium, you are stepping away and rejecting God's boundaries and word. Right. And, um, you know, he scripture is blatantly clear. Uh, yes. Deuteronomy 18, the occult practices, it prohibits, you know, and, uh, and the question is why every, you know, some people say, well, why, why? Because, you know, um, and I'm no, I'm no scholar. I'm, I'm not a biblical scholar. I just, I read a lot. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the thing was with, you know, Old Testament um, or Hebrew Bible Judaism, it was everything went to Sheol. And you had different compartments of Sheol. You had some good, you know, where good good people went, you know, and then you got some very evil, sadistic beings, you know, mm -hmm. demonic spirits and mm -hmm. rulers of these underworlds. And so you never knew who you were going to come in contact with. So when we look at 1 Samuel 28, the witch of Endor, the mistress mm -hmm. of the Ovarim, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. she was shocked. She was like, I see something. It was like, who you yes. see, girl? And it was Samuel. <laughs> She was, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, yes. some people are bothered by that. It was like, well, you know, how could this witch conjure up Samuel, who was the last judge in this great prophet? And I know what scholars are at. Some of y'all heard uh, Marsh not talking about this. Some scholars are saying, well, you know, it's either a demon or it God permitted it to happen, you know, but right. the text says it was Samuel. So we, you know, ultimately we must cast our pearl to this side of it was, you know, God permitted it. Um, I was reading, I don't agree with, you know, I, I think, let me say this. Um, I think Catholicism has done a, a better job than what Protestants have when dealing with the topic of demons and mm -hmm. exorcism. And, you know, I don't agree with everything, but, you know, like I said, I think it's good that we, we don't cherry pick evidence. And, right. um, you know, that whole thing, it bothered me, Jennifer, because as, as I'm, I've been studying this for a while, you know, mm -hmm. I would look and see Romanian witches or, or witches in other cultures. They would always have a cross and they would have the saints on, even in, in mm -hmm. um, indigenous practices like uh, Santeria, Voodoo mm -hmm. or Voodoo, they would have saints. And I was bothered mm -hmm. by that, mm -hmm. you know, and um, one, I remember one distinctly in Romania, she's known to dabble in both black. She's like the, the most known to dabble in the black and, and both white magic, but, I'm like, why would you, you know, you working with Satan? How does, how do you have a cross around your neck and, and you have mm -hmm. saints and, you know, you, after you do what you do, you pray and ask God for forgiveness. It's like, right. you right. know, and they're able to predict these stuff, you know, um, sure. looking to the stars, looking in fires, um, entrails of animals and blood and that's shells, right. you know, and that's the part where a lot of people is like, well, what's the difference between a psychic and a prophet? Oh yeah, you've just—you've actually just hit so many <laughs> interesting and talk, topics. And, and just you, take whatever you want out of that—that that whole hodgepodge that I just said, and you just—you know—you chop it up. I'm the sous chef. You—you you help yourself. You're the, you the executive chef. <laughs> <laughs> help yourself. You're, you're so funny. Uh, no, you hit—you hit some really great and and important topics all in that little hodgepodge there. Um, going back first, you said 
well, people want to know why. I think you mentioned that when you were, um, why is divination against the uh, Lord? Why does the Lord condemn it? You brought up one of my favorite passages, Deuteronomy 18. I read from nine to 13, but 10 to 12. Don't imitate the practices. When you go into the land that the Lord is giving you, don't imitate the practices that the people were doing there. They were detestable. Mm -hmm. They They were practicing witchcraft and psychic mediumship. So first of all, the new age isn't so new, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, they were doing it. But why is it against God? It's against God because it is coming from evil spirits. It is not his way. It is not his plan. His plan for um, getting his message across was through the prophets in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, they had the Old Testament. And of course, they had Jesus Christ. The gospel was, was they, you know, living it. It wasn't complete yet, of course. Now we have the total word of God. The canon is closed. But the point is that he said, God said, just to listen to him, have no other God before him. Um, and people just had a lust for knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so you had a choice. You could listen to the prophet to hear from God directly or practice divination. And like you said, those were just tools, the entrails of animals, the stars, anything that they could see or gaze at. Whereas today, they'll use anything. Anything. Divination will use anything. Tarot cards were were created as a card game in Europe in the late 15th century. It wasn't meant for divination, but it took one man who was in the occult and um, attached these esoteric meanings to these cards from ancient Babylon. And provoked, you know, this, this use of tarot cards as a tool of divination. People use coffee grounds. They use tea. You can use playing cards. You, you can use anything you want. The bottom line is it's still coming from evil spirits. Therefore, it is against God. God condemns it over and over. And we see it from the Old Testament to the New Testament, where Paul cast out the spirit of the fortune teller, uh, the fortune right. telling out of the, out of the girl. Python um, spirit. Yes, yes. Uh, right. We, we see it all the time. I mm-hmm. mean, even in I believe in Galatians 519, uh, not to practice sorcery. Yeah. You don't inherit the kingdom of heaven. Right. So he, he is perfectly clear about it. But again, why? Because it's not coming from him. So he he loves us. He seeks to protect us and give us an abundant life here and an eternal life through Christ Jesus. Amen. But we have that choice. Do we want our, do we get our information and rest in the waiting and in the true peace and the truth of Jesus Christ or go against that and get your quick fix, but end up eternally separated from God? Very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous to practice Amen. divination. Amen. Amen. All right. So um, Beautifully, beautifully. Um, and please listen to what she just said about the dangerous. We cannot emphasize how dangerous these practices are. Mm-hmm. How, so I dangerous. Mean, so mm-hmm. dangerous. And then what you open up, not only to yourself, but if you're a parent and you have children, you are literally giving demons legal rights over your child. Absolutely. You know, um, that's one thing that's bothered some people is like, well, we're not told how children are possessed in, in, in the new Testament. And, um, I was accepted into Jen, my, uh, a PhD program for biblical studies. I told 
the chair, I said, you know, I said, man, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think I, I know what my dissertation would be on. And it's about how children become possessed in the New Testament. And uh, so this age, Jen, we can't tell people, you know, not going too far. I know somebody probably might steal that idea, but anyways, help yourself to it. <laughs> but we can't tell this generation that something is demonic and we don't give an explanation for it. Right. You know, they're going to research. You got the world in the palm of your hand, literally, either via an iPhone or an Android, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So, you know, it, it, what we're telling you is what's been special with Jen. She has more experience is, is what's behind it. She's practiced this. You know, she was steep into it. She's an ex-psychic. Um, so, Jen, so you're in you're in school and you're, you're having dreams. They're coming to pass. Um, mm -hmm. You're I think you said you're seeing visions as well. Is that correct? Right. Seeing okay. visions. And it just escalated as time went on. Like I said, the more permission and that's giving permission right. every time you feed into it, every time you um, you're so attracted to it that you just, you know, you keep doing it. It's 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 sin. It's, right. <laughs> it's you know, so when did um, so when did you become. I, of course, like with psychics, you know, nobody's ordained in the occult. I don't I don't know. It's like like a pastor, so to speak. You're ordained a pastor and blah, blah, blah. You know, you train under somebody. He got you. When did you become like that known psychic? Like, hey, look, man, I got somebody that can help you with that. You know, mm -hmm. here's my homegirl, Jen, right here. When did it become <laughs> that? You know what I'm saying? Like that level of yeah. where we're seeing these psychics on psychic mediums sure. on TV with police cases and and right. hauntings and all that other jazz if you know what i'm saying yeah. i do know what you're saying and we definitely should talk about that in a couple of minutes too just where you were mentioning um people who practice psychic mediumship santeria mm -hmm. and all other forms but yet wear crosses and and claim the name of jesus christ so we should right. definitely oh yeah know. yes ma'am yes ma'am yeah well, but I just before I forget. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'll, I'm getting old. My memory. Oh, no, no, you good. So, hey, look, I got a paper in front of me to write stuff down. <laughs> yes. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, so what happened for me was um, the turning point, I would say, was when um, I, I went to have a reading with a psychic medium and I, I, I was just in awe. I was in awe of the information being told to me and what have you. And again, the more I was seeking out psychics, the more I was experiencing uh, psychic mediumship information um, and experiences with spirits that were actually rather frightening, to be honest with you, being touched, being thrown off a chair. I know it sounds very dramatic. Wow. And if you knew me in person, you would know I'm so conservative. I'm so down to earth. I'm so balanced. And I'm not boasting about that. I'm just saying I, I'm not into dramatics. Um, and that, but that really did happen. And I didn't know what was going on. So my solution was to go back to the psychic medium because that's where I would get my information from. That's where I would get my knowledge from. And I had had a dream about a deceased man who was connected to my ex-boyfriend at the time. I, he had a girlfriend and this man was, so I never met the girlfriend and I never knew this person. And when I, when I conveyed this dream to my ex, who was the father of my child, he confirmed the whole thing. And, and, and again, that was just like, oh, what is going on? So I went to the psychic medium and she led me to a divination class slash group, which mm. uh, was the home of many 
popular Long Island mediums. And I went and via meditation and guidance and readings, I mean, I would deliver readings and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And then I was doing it all the time. I was a professional psychic medium. So that was the turning point when I really honed in. I really went, I went to this group and I was, when you meditate, you're opening yourself up mm-hmm. to demonic oppression, evil spirits, which is completely different than meditating on the word of God, where you're filling yourself with truth and the knowledge of God. Amen. But the devil loves to counterfeit. He's an imitator. He's a pretender. He's a liar. He's a thief and he's a murderer. That's who he is. So always Amen. know your opponent. Always know your opponent and test the spirits, I say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul says, uh, give me, I think it's Ephesians. And yeah, Ephesians, he says, uh, have nothing to do with the with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather mm-hmm. call them out. Yes. Call Ephesians them out. Ephesians 5.11, I believe there that you, is. Yes, ma'am. Yep. There you go. <laughs> call it out. Paul says, don't have anything to do with it, but call it out. That's and, right. You know, we cannot preach the gospel and not talk about Jesus as an exorcist. Right. You know, That's we right. can't read the book of Acts and ignore the passages where Paul's casting out a spirit of Pythion. I think that's how you say it in the Greek. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, look at the sons of Sceva. And then. Love it. Right. And I just I was reading. Uh, I was telling you before we started, um, Dr. Arnold, he points out that the ones that burnt the books, he said in the Greek, these are actual Christians who had converted from the occult, but never let the occult go. So it tells us about how to pastor people out of the occult or mm-hmm. leaving the occult. You know, and I, I think. Love that whole- oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was saying. I was just um, going to say it. <laughs> are you good? Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say I really love that passage. It, it it speaks volumes also about um, the Holy Spirit and yes, and and Jesus Christ because when the when the sons of Sceva went to cast the demon out of the man, he mm-hmm. said the demon said, "I know Paul and I know Jesus, but who are you? Because who are you?" Yeah, because they didn't have the Holy Spirit. These were Jewish people going in right. who had not accepted Christ. And they right. were kind of dropping Jesus's name. You know, they yeah. saw what Paul was doing and they were kind of, you know, name dropping and thinking that that was going to be enough. But no, it's not. And so that's why you really need to be very careful. Um, and, and what does that tell And what does that tell audience? What does that tell you about, you know, uh, uh, talking with people in this area is that one, you need the Holy Spirit. Because Amen. darkness cannot dwell where there's light. Christ tells right. us that, you know, and Amen. so Holy Spirit is straight light. Holy Spirit is all light. And, you know, they were trying to use as well. They were trying to use Jesus and Paul as a power source. You know, their name yes. is a power source. And I think whatever that person was possessed with mm-hmm. uh, is the reason why they uh, the ones that burnt the books, they were practicing the same thing. Perhaps maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm reaching practicing the same thing that that man or that woman who, who was ever possessed, mm-hmm. they were practicing and scared them half to death. It was like, wait a minute, we need to, this ain't it. We, you know, we got to, we got to yes. burn them books, you know, but, yes. it, and they were worth a lot of money too, you know? <laughs> and, oh yeah. They were worth a lot of money, you know? <laughs> but, I love how they, I love how the Bible points that part out too. That's Acts, Acts 19, 19, I'm pretty sure. And I love how the Bible points that out because that just shows the gravity of how they were like, wow, 
the Holy Spirit is the one who has the authority mm. over demons, not just anybody. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you have no authority. And they no. saw that that was like a revival in Ephesus because he comes back. Of course, what ended up happening was the demon possessed man um, beats up the mm -hmm. uh, the, the sons, sons of Sceva. And they come back naked and beaten and they're like, wow. And that, that was the evidence of the Holy spirit. Like, like you said, that, um, that led these people to say, wow, no, we're, we're giving this up. We get it now, you know, and we're going to burn these books. I think it comes out if you do a conversion to something like almost, I, I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there, but I thought my pastor had said it's something around like half a million dollars in our time and all oh, yeah, money yeah if you if you convert that it is it is six up in the six figure it is a lot of money and and if anybody in the, in the, the like occultists like them books today them books if it's written by known occultists mm -hmm. it's like medical books they're gonna cost you money you know they're teaching yes. you literally teaching you how to tap into that other realm you know, and this right. stuff is, it's like I say, it's not play play. It's for real. It's like God That's is not right. telling you not to do it just to say not to do it because it doesn't work. It's because it works. But what you're bringing through, you giving them access, everything is us giving them access. Yes. Us, we give them access. And I like this, is what I'm going to say about Adam Blay. He's a um, demonologist for the Pittsburgh diocese in the Roman Catholic church. And um, his book is phenomenal, but he said, and one thing I'm starting to, I, I don't know if I fully agree, but I like what he says, because if, you know, a lot of Second Temple Jewish literature, you know, gives us insight to demonology in first century Judaism. And mm -hmm. so in the book of Jubilees, I think it's chapter 10, uh, when demons are messing with the grandsons of Noah and then the sons of Noah go to Noah and he's telling them, hey, these demons are messing with them. And then a certain amount of demons got sent to hell and then certain ones certain amount was able to stay here. And mm -hmm. so anyways, blah, 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 blah. But all I say, all I say, all that to say is you start to see where demons had to get permission and it starts to, you know, kind of bleed into first century Judaism. But what Blay is saying is, uh, you know, when you keep tapping into the occult, when you keep messing with stuff that you have no business messing with, what's going to happen is because ultimately they want access to your mind. Because once they get that mind, you mm. become possessed or seriously oppressed. Right. You know, they can they can orchestrate stuff to line up verbatim. So you trust them. So you keep going back to the psychic. Yes. One million percent. The spiritual war is a battle for our mind and how we think. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I always Just, refer back to Second Corinthians 10, 5. Yes, ma'am. That we need to uh, demolish all pretensions and arguments that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. So the yes, only way to have that armor of God on is to be in the word daily and praying so that you can know and train your eye to see when these attacks are coming your way, to see when the enemy is afoot. Um, but of course, without that, like myself growing up and um, giving legal permission to these demons to be in my life. I had no idea what the knowledge of God was. I had no idea who he was, who Jesus was, I, nothing. I had no idea. I, like I said earlier, I was perfect prey. And that's why I agree. It's so important now for all of us who are, have been set free out of the occult to keep sharing our testimony so that people will know, because it's very, that statistic that you gave in the beginning was 
heartbreaking. The mm-hmm. amount of people. Two billion. The, the bis- wow. I Two mean, billion dollars. That's how much that industry is worth. It's, it's, according to History Channel, is mm-hmm. two billion psychic business it constitute a two billion dollar industry in the United States. Heartbreaking. And our our youth is so afflicted by vision boards, manifesting crystals, and they don't understand, like you said before, that they are opening a door to give that legal permission to oppression, to mm-hmm. demonic oppression, because it's so popular. It's what popular. the world wants. Yeah. And you know what's the, the, the crazy part is it's in the church. Oh I can't, yes. I can't believe to tell you about law of attraction, wow. manifesting, and those vision boards. Well, well it's okay. My at... pastor teaches it. Wow. wow. <laughs> the Enneagram, too. <laughs> it's... Oh, yes, the Enneagram. Oh, that's a big no-no. Stay away from the Enneagram. The right. uh, creator what uh, confesses to using automatic writing. Automatic. And a lot of people don't know, like I see, I grew up in, in a Pentecostal holiness church. And so um, I would hear stories of these old women, you know, writing prophecies in the spirit. And mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about, I was like, okay, man, that's all good. You know, whatever you grow up around it. Mm-hmm. And I started when I started to really study demonology and what demons can do. And when they possess people, automatic writing popped up and it's like, Jen, I just straight threw the book down. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, yeah. I did it. I did automatic writing. Yeah. You go into a trance like you just blank out Mm -hmm. and you just people blank out. It's like, okay, they write the prophecy and they'll pass to the pastor. And it's just kind of like the first John tells us to test the spirits. Yes. And and we're not doing that. So you I remember in um, and shout out to Salt and Light podcast and Doreen Virtue. This is where I I heard of Jen. So I make sure I want to fit that shout out in there to those two podcasts and those three brilliant sisters in Christ. Yes, they are. God bless you. Brilliant. Y'all check. Please check them out. Please check them out. And uh, so you talked about when you were as a psychic law of attraction. Yes. Can you tell us law of attraction? And sure. manifesting so, what the crap is manifest. A lot of people like, man, I'm gonna manifest this. I'm gonna yes. manifest. Please talk about help yourself. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, so it's the actually, coffee, it's the coffee in me. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, just to give you like a quick little timeline after I, I became a professional psychic medium, and then after some time, a few years later, I actually started leading my own divination group class, just like the one I was in at the beginning. So in my group, I actually taught manifesting and the law of attraction. So the idea with the law of attraction is that the universe will help you attain something that you desire, you, you, um, you, you wish something that you want for yourself. And you're thinking that the universe has some sort of power Mm -hmm. that it can assist you, that it can assist you Um, in getting the things that you want. So we have a couple of problems with this, number one. Number one, what makes us think that what we want is what's best for us, since we are not God, who we we cannot see, we cannot know what's actually best for us. That's number one. Number two, it's idolatry, because you're worshiping the universe, which has no power. The universe is actually powerless. And I, I pray, I pray somebody hears that today. I pray somebody hears that today, put down the horoscope, don't go to the astrology chart reader and please do not think about law of attraction and manifesting. That's just worshiping 
a thing. That's all it is. And we need to worship God, the one who created all things. He created the universe. The universe. Why go to the why go to the universe when you can go to God, the creator, and submit your prayer and requests and wait on him? But okay, I have again I have to digress. People don't know, so we're just trying to help them here. Um, so there's another problem with the law of attraction. It relies on energy. So it tells one that you would need to um, put out, let's say if you put out positive energy, that's what's going to come back to you. And if you put out negative energy, that's going to come back to you. And you really shouldn't be putting out negative energy. You have to believe that what you desire and you made that vision board, you have to believe positively that that's all going to happen. So here's obviously the problem with that. What happens on a day when you're not feeling well? or you've lost a member of your family, or you got some bad news. It's not going to be that easy to be positive that day, is it? Right. Right. So you, you can't rely on your feelings, and you cannot rely on this so-called energy. You, you cannot rely on that. It, it would be unattainable, honestly. It would be unattainable. You'll be a hamster in the wheel. You'll, you'll never get it right. Thank God that we don't have to rely on energies or feelings when we have the absolute truth of God, we don't have to. I mean, you could take a breath of fresh air to know that. It's it's liberating to know that. Yeah. And so let me ask you this. Would you so law of attraction is, you know, putting out this in what I say, what I speak, what I think, right? Positive right. is it positive and negative confession? Yeah, right. Yes. And you so, and they, I mean, making vision boards. Right. You know, people love to make that. So they put pictures or words on there of things that they want. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. I did yeah. it. I think you know, my wife and I, we didn't know before I started getting in this, when we first got married, we would do vision boy and we were Christian going to church. We did not mm -hmm. know. And then it kind of slowly started coming to light. And so we see a lot of these, uh, well, why don't you write down what you want in your in your husband and wife? And you just, mm -hmm. you know, all of this. So we don't think. So you would advise Christians not to do a vision board? Absolutely. Three million percent. I get many messages about this uh, from Christians, and I, I strongly encourage them not to do it because the evil spirits are seeing you write it down. Mm -hmm. They're seeing you put that out there. They're seeing you. This is a false concept and a false notion. It is not the truth, um, according to Christ, that we make these vision boards and we, we manifest. This is not right biblical so right and i think evil, it's uh, oh go ahead i was gonna say so the evil spirits remember they're watching they're yeah. seeing you write it they're looking at the thing at the list or the, the vision board so that it's okay they'll be happy to provide you some of that and you're going to be like then wow that came true but why did it come true it came true that that did happen but remember that they're okay with you getting a couple of things as long as you keep doing things that are against the lord they're okay with that because, and sooner or later you will see the disaster. Oh yeah. And, and I think it's really two things here. I think one, it, 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 it's um, expressing our selfishness and mm -hmm. love of the world with what we put on yes. there. Yes. Jesus says, I, I say this to people, what did Jesus say? I think it's Matthew five or Matthew six. Jesus, uh, he's talking about, don't worry for tomorrow. Right. Um, Amen. Guarantee, God guarantees three things for us while we're on earth, according to Christ's words, food, clothing and shelter. Mm -hmm. And he says, don't worry about that. It, it's not the big house. It's not the big cars, you know, the fancy job, blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, Paul talks about 
in Philippians and really the context of Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ. Is Paul talking about I've been poor, I've been well fed, I've been rich, I've been poor. He said, I've been all of that. He said, but I don't cast my pearls to that type of swine because my hope is in Christ Jesus. Just to summarize, he said, I'm not worried about all that stuff. And neither mm-hmm. should we. Paul says that God will provide. Uh, uh, I think Paul lists the two. Christ has the three. Paul says uh, food and clothing, but not that Paul, because Paul was a missionary. Paul was on the go. Mm-hmm. You know, so he didn't need a permanent house, so to speak. But, you know, we get so caught up. And, and John says, mm-hmm. love not the world, neither the things that are in mm-hmm. the world. And so a lot of us are playing keeping up with the Joneses, but word of right. faith is not helping. Right. Oh, one million percent. Thank it's, you for right. saying that. God Thank wants us to that. have this. God wants us to you know we're, we're the king's yeah. kids. No, wait a minute. Kills me. Right. Kills me. And a lot of what they're getting from that, the metaphysics, even if you read some of uh, Phineas, I got their books on my shelf right now. Phineas P. Quimby, Ralph Waldo Emerson or Ralph Waldo Train. I forget his last name. Um, uh, Mary Eddie Baker that whole metaphysics, oh. they will tribute certain aspects to the occult, especially law of attraction. Yes. A million percent. Joel Osteen. Joel yes. Osteen. Yeah. Uh, practices manifesting, teaches it, pushes it out. I, Word I think of affirmation. On, yes. But you, you, you just hit on the best point. And I, I talk about this all the time. The name and claim it. Word of faith movement. Healthy and wealthy, oh. false prosperity gospel, false Jesus. It, it breaks my heart. But you see how for the new age and the word of faith movement, from it, it's just a hair away from each other. It's just such a fine line. Yes. Both, drop, both will drop God's name. One will be in the brick and mortar church, with, which makes it extra deceptive. And the mm-hmm. Bible warns us about false teachers in the church all the time. Yeah, um, I literally... I think it's it was the second Timothy chapter four, they will accumulate for themselves teachers yes. because they have itching ears, you know, that's right. They want to hear what they want to hear. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Can you tell us about the name? it? we hear this all the time, name yes. it and claim it speaking in existence and they'll run to passages like Romans four 17. I'm like, wait a minute. That's talking about God and Abraham, that Abraham knew that God is the only one that can create out of nothing. I think is the Greek is creatio ex nihilo. Amen. Can you talk about that? And because we see that whole concept in the new age, I was like, well, you know, this is, it's very confusing when you look and somebody looking at the outside was why are they still practicing it? Right. And, and another very popular, which, which really breaks my heart when they take Isaiah, I think you might have to um, just don't quote me on it. I believe it's, is it 54, five or 50 by his stripes? We will, you will be healed. Oh yeah. Isaiah. Yep. Isaiah. uh, Is it 50? Thank you so much. Um, That one, the, the word of faith movement loves to take that verse and say, you see, you see, yes. Jesus already died. Jesus already died. You just have to believe. You just have to believe, and it, you will be healed. You will be healed. That was a spiritual healing by His stripes. What He suffered, what He endured, was for us to have salvation, for us to have a complete healing. And of course, when we go to be with Him eternally, we are healed. We are mm-hmm. healed, absolutely. But that's the spiritual healing. Um, Jesus actually. Um, and in regards to money, wanting people to be wealthy, you know, healthy and wealthy. What did Jesus tell the young rich ruler? He sell said, your what possessions. 
sell that's it and follow me and he got he got mad and he and you said see he he just failed the test he was out of there he was out of there like vladimir that guy he was out of there he didn't want to give up his money so no it's not that jesus jesus doesn't promise us a fortune he doesn't promise us health absolutely have faith and bring your prayers to the Lord and ask for the healing. There's nothing wrong with that. Ask him yeah. for the healing. Just yeah. know that submit to his will like our own Lord and Savior did in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, when he when he's praying to the Father to let the cup pass him by, but your will be done. Yeah. Your will, right? But yeah. um, but also in regards to the um, you know, in the health and the healthy and wealthy uh false gospel, where do you know Jesus says it's a narrow gate to mm-hmm. enter. He's the gate. It's mm-hmm. narrow. Guess what? You're leaving everything. You're coming to him. You come to Christ broken. You come to Christ naked. You're not coming with luggage. You're not coming with Mercedes Benzes. You're not coming with all of this. No, you're coming with your heart. He gives us the heavenly things that we require. Salvation, forgiveness, mercy, and grace. Not BMWs and not a clean bill of health, we are going to die. Our yeah. physical bodies are going to die, right? Um, of course, we have eternal life through Christ. So don't practice in the new age, please. Stay away. <laughs> or, or stay away so that you can be <laughs> with Jesus too. Hell is not a party and it's not what the, with, with, with the multi-billion dollar movie industry tells you the devil is and hell is. It's, it's real. It's really a place. Um, and you don't want to go there. And eternity is a long time. Um, but yeah, so again, Jesus doesn't promise us health and wealth. He promises us eternity with him, eternal life. He is the way, the life and the truth. He promises us truth. Amen. Yes. But unfortunately you take faith filled Christians who really are maybe, you know, suffering and they don't know where to turn and they end up in Benny Hinn's church or they end up with mm. Kenneth Copeland, Stephen Furtick, Joel Osteen. And I'm not trying to attack these people by any means, by any means. These are just deceived people deceiving others, just like I did when I was a psychic medium. I didn't know. I meant well. I didn't know that what I was doing was deceptive. I had no idea. Um, you, the devil uses even your own compassion towards yeah. people your desire to do good, your desire to help other people, and he will will use your desire um, for his own wiles and schemes. Yeah. So having said that, of course, I don't attack anybody else. I'm just saying you need to have your eyes open because these are scams to get money, unfortunately. I'm not referring now to the psychic mediumship, though there's con artists in every group, and I think that's another interesting Thing just to mention, because um, I, I, I'm faced with that a lot. I do something called TikTok Lives from Monday to Friday, where we read the Bible, we pray, we have fellowship, but also we get into some apologetics because we have a lot of people asking questions and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. atheists and, and, and what have you. And a lot of people say, oh, psychic mediums are just con artists. They just want the money. Um, that's not true. Some of them are con artists. Maybe those people that yeah. you see on every street corner and Queens, you know, $5 palm reading or wherever you may live, you know, maybe they're just kind of going through the motions, but it's people like me who were really afflicted, really oppressed, mm-hmm. really getting knowledge that I could never have known about people that I never had met. 
that's the that's the reality. And it wasn't for money. I didn't do the restaurant um, circuit. I never wanted to be on TV. I never wanted to do anything like that. I really honestly thought I was helping people. Yeah. So yeah. we deal with the same thing. I know we, I didn't mean to sidetrack too much, but no, with the you're word good. Faith, you're okay. Okay. With the word because of faith it, movement, you'll see similar things. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if very similar. And when you look at the origins, it is mm-hmm. metaphysics and E.W. Right. Kenyon tried to polemicize metaphysics, but it backfired on them. And then that's when you get, um, Kenneth Hagen, who got caught plagiarizing Kenyon. And then he mm-hmm. said, well, maybe the Holy Spirit just spoke to both of us. No, it didn't, because that's not right. from the Holy Spirit. But anyway, right. so right. that was uh, Isaiah 53, 5. Um, he Thank was you. wounded and pierced uh, by stripes, we were healed. And then uh, what Jim was talking about, um, it, what comes to my mind is I, I love this passage in Hebrews chapter 11 and 10, you, going down the hall, uh, the hall of faith. He said, this is a um, English standard version ESV. He says, for he was looking forward to the city that has foundations who designer and builder is God. So, mm-hmm. and then it concludes Hebrews that, that chapter concludes in, in chapter 11, that God promised them many things. Everybody you see listed in Hebrews 11, that God promised them things, but because they had, they were so in tune with God. And because God loved them so much, some of the stuff God didn't even give them because he had better for them in heaven. We don't put our hope and trust in the world, you know, right. Our trust and hope is, is in, in Christ Jesus, the Bishop and captain of our souls. He is the lover of our souls. He's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He is the, he's the author of our faith. And so, you know, that's, that's, um, you know, with, with the word of faith and other, you know, with the occult is get what you can right now. Get, we're going to ride this thing out till the casket drops. You're going to get this bag. You're going to get this money, you know, but you'll start seeing, you know, you start seeing the dangers of that, of that, that selfish, the selfishness and, you know, uh, where it all leads to. Um, I know we're running short on time. Can you tell me when you came out of being a psychic? Absolutely. At the age of 37, I regret to say, <laughs> but praise God, never okay? too late, yes, never ma'am. too late. At the age of 37, I endured a trauma. And that was the f- first moment, as I put it, I met Jesus. I cried out to Jesus Christ and um, the Jesus that I never cared about, the Jesus I didn't know or have faith in. And looking back in the days to follow, I, I, I didn't understand that experience and I didn't have other Christians around me, you know, which is okay. That's, you know, God, God is sovereign, but, um, I didn't want to do my job anymore. And I didn't know why I still didn't know why I didn't want to do it, but Jesus saved me physically that morning. I cried out to him. I didn't understand why I wasn't crying out to a deceased loved one, my spirit guide, an ascended master, an angel, or what have you, because I was a psychic medium. Mm-hmm. So 10 months later, 10 months later, Jesus never gave up on me. I had a dinner with a friend from my psychic community, and she was coming over, and she had been saved by Jesus Christ. I hadn't seen her in a while. She looked wonderful. And she told me about this church and, and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. 
like what? <laughs> you know, it still amazes me to this day. And so my husband said, I'll go to the church. He went mm-hmm. that Sunday, comes back. And my husband was raised Christian. So he was more familiar with this type of church setting. I, mm-hmm. again, I was culturally Catholic, so I knew of the Catholic church. Um, so this was, you know, with worshiping, you know, worship with the music and the hands yeah. are up and, oh, and yeah. all this. And he loved the pastor and, and he's telling me all these wonderful things about this church. I said, okay, that's great. Good for you. A month later, I woke up that Sunday. The Holy Spirit gave me the nudge, my brother. He gave me the nudge. I said, I want to go to that church with you today. But I didn't know why. I just, Mm. I had no reason. I didn't give him a reason. I just wanted to go. That was Mm -hmm. it. And I went and it was very overwhelming for me because I'm not, I wasn't used to that. And, you know, it was beautiful. You know, the music, there was like a band, a worship song. My hands were not up in the air yet. I didn't even know what that meant. And so I was just watching everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It was very overwhelming. And this, this song came on and the lyrics were, this lyric was Jesus saved me. And I literally flashed back to months prior when I woke up that morning in an ICU room and I, and I cried out to him. It was like, he was just sealing the deal. Like he was just saying, yep, that, that was me, Jen. That Mm. was me. And I sobbed. I just started, I just knew. And I, I understand that in our carnal being, it's difficult to understand the spiritual experience. I, I get that, but I just, I have to convey it. I, I was just free. I was free. I was, I was confident. I knew it was Jesus. I was like, wow, Jesus is real. Like <laughs> he saved me all in that moment. And we conclude at the church and we go home my husband, we part ways. He went to a store or something. And I, I went home and the first thing the Holy spirit led me to do was do a Google search. What did the, what does the Bible say about psychic mediumship? It was Mm. my job. It was, again, I couldn't tell you. It wasn't like it was a one plus one equals two for me. It wasn't like, okay, so I went to a church. I need a new worldview. I need a new philosophy. So I'm going to go from being a psychic to a Christian. Let's see what, no, it was not at all like that. It was amazing how the Holy Spirit just orchestrated, you know, this went to this went to that. And I looked it up. And I was like, Oh, no, because the Bible is so clear. It's so clear. And I I think it was, you know, Bibleinfo.com or something one of those that you know, if you're looking for a verse real quick, that'll use open Bible info. And it was something like 100 verses about psychics and witches and divination. And again, Mm. from the Old Testament to the New Testament. So you can't even, you know, you get people that say, oh, well, the Old Testament doesn't count, which, of course, we know is not true. But they can't even get away with that argument because it's from the OT to the new T. T. And I called my husband and I said, listen, I have to quit my job. That I mean, this is all happening in a matter of an hour, you know, an hour, hour and a half. And he goes, what do you mean? I, I said, well, Jay, it's completely against God. I know Jesus now. I know him. He saved. I, you know, I met him again like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> it's, like, it's him. He's real. And and he says not to do it. And I didn't know everything fully yet. You know, I, I wasn't aware yet. I I mean, I just started, but I knew he said, pick up your cross and follow me. I saw that on one of the verses. So I'm like, I'm in. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Because 
had I had I lost my life as a psychic medium, I, I would not be with Jesus Christ or the precious, precious souls that I've lost, the precious people that I've lost that I know to be in heaven. I know, mm-hmm. I know, because they were little people, if you know what I mean. Amen. Um, so we made an appointment with the pastor and, we, and um, that was almost eight years ago. Mm. Almost, almost exactly. I believe it was the end of October, early November, almost eight years ago. And mm. that was the beginning of my life. That was the beginning of my life met with many trials, still met with trials. The Lord has answered so many prayers in my life. My daughter has come to know Christ. My daughter is going to give her testimony next week on my TikTok live. Oh, my amen. daughter who, who was oppressed who was afflicted by the demons I allowed in my home as a single mother in my space. Go. They Leave were attacking right. her left mm-hmm. and right. Oh yeah. I mean, she was giving me information. We were matching psychic information when she was five. Mm. And that's another thing real quick. I just want to say, don't believe just because children are saying things that is accurate, maybe about deceased loved ones. I just, um, dropped a video, a little video that I make on TikTok on my YouTube about this because people think, well, they're children. They didn't ask for this. They didn't, they don't know anything about devil or the demons or, or what have you. The devil does not discriminate age. The demons do not discriminate. What a perfect pawn to use your child because you think, see again, that battle for your mind, because you think, Hey, well, that couldn't be possible. They couldn't have given permission. No, but you probably did. You probably did. Right. The legal rights. The spiritual legal rights. rights. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 how it is. And um, they will like when like you're saying with little kids saying like, you know, imaginary friend and, you know, this is that you better take that serious because they love to prey on kids and the elderly kids because they're innocent, the elderly because of companionship. Yes. Yes. If your child comes to you talking about some something's in my room and blah, 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 and they giving yes. you these details, so you better cast that thing out in the name of Jesus ASAP. You have that right legally in your home, spiritually. Yes, yes, Get it yes. Out. Don't play yes. with that. Pray over. I cannot emphasize. Pray over your kids before they go to sleep. Yes. Pray over your house. Come, you know, pray the blood of Christ Jesus covers and just declare his name in your house. Philippians 2 is no joke. That's At right. the name of Jesus, that name, even they know, even That's in the, the power cult knows if something go haywire, they will call on the name of Jesus. Yes, the power is in Jesus Christ himself and in his name. Amen. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I would like to just say one thing. I mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we're short on time, but. Oh, yeah. If um, you can, can you briefly touch? I mean, I know you short this. If you want one minute, why they wear crosses and saints in the occult? Because oh, some people. Yes. Oh, yes. If you can. If not, don't worry about it. (laughs) No, no, no. It's okay. So, no, that's great. That's two things. These are important things to be putting out there. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So there are many psychic mediums and psychics that wear crosses that even say God gave them the gift of divination. I was guilty of that myself because I didn't know anything about God. I didn't know what the truth was. And I was actually taught the false notion in that divination class. Oh, you have a gift. And people would just say, you have a gift. You have a gift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is not true, but they are deceived. Remember that. So they, so they think that they think that God gave them a gift 
because it's a supernatural experience. But when you have a supernatural experience, it's coming from one of two supernatural beings, God or the devil. It is, it, that is not coming from God. You can drop God's name. You can drop Jesus's name anytime you like and do whatever you want. Isn't it true? You can do whatever. That's not what makes you a Christian. So be very careful of psychic mediums that say they're working with Jesus Christ. They're light workers. God gave them a gift because they use, they think they're using it for good. They're not using it for harm. They think that, um, um, they think that if you used it just to tell negative things or you, well, then you just used it the wrong way. No divination is not prophecy gone wild. Divination is not from God. God is extremely clear about it. So these people are deceived and luring you into the deception. So please, please, please be very, very careful of that. Very careful of that. And I want to say the devil attacks us via our insecurities, our vulnerabilities, our weaknesses, and any little cracks. And my heart goes out. It really does. My heart goes out to the person who is grieving. The person who's grieving, it's such a horrible feeling. It is such a horrible feeling for us in the flesh. But Jesus grieved also. He grieved also. We can trust in Jesus Christ to comfort us at that time. But you see, people want that connection. They don't want to deal with the departure of the person here without understanding that God has the authority, right, to take us from here to him at home through Christ Jesus, of course, Amen. only. Um, but we can have comfort in that. There is not comfort. There is not lasting comfort. I pray somebody hears this today. When you go to a psychic medium, any knowledge you're getting, any information you're getting, you might be temporarily comforted by a little bit, but it's going to lead to the ultimate discomfort because it's not coming from your loved ones. It's a lie. They're pretending. Second Corinthians 11, 14 to 15 cents. Satan masquerades as an angel of light. Yes. And it's no surprise that his servants do the same. Guys, you are not talking to your deceased loved ones, spirit guides, angels, ascended masters. The psychic medium is only speaking to deceptive evil spirits. They're not trying to hurt you. The, the psychic reader themselves don't realize they are deceived. They are completely deceived, but you don't need to be deceived along with them. Mm -hmm. Don't be deceived with them. It is not. God loves you so much he sent his only son to die for you and he did and there is comfort long lasting comfort real comfort real joy and real peace in christ jesus the psychic reader you're going to have to go back for that reading over and over and over again because you're trying to fill that god-sized hole in your heart and you won't be able to without god himself amen but my heart amen. does go out I, that was my rant. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, you're good. Hey, Amen. I think that's a great closing uh, air quote rant, which it really wasn't rant. So you're fine. <laughs> so I wanted I want to say this, that uh, um, to validate what Jen is talking about in uh, Dr. Richard Gallagher, who we had on our show, who's a psychiatrist um, in his book called Demonic Foes. He's uh, he actually works with. Various Christian denominations, uh, Muslims, Jews, uh, or rabbis, rather, um, various different religious groups to diagnose um, that something else is going on, that nothing psychotic or anything mental illness is going on. 
in his book, he talks about uh, one psychic, a male psychic that did admit that majority or some of psychics know where the information is coming from. And it is demons. Oh, that they know it, that they know that some, he said some of them will, he mentions, he didn't give the guy's name in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you, if you have the book, he did say that a guy um, uh, he was talking to did admit that he and others knew where that information was coming from. But wow. Wow. It might mess up their money. So if they got out of it, but Mm -hmm. yep, that's the dangers. Um, is uh, some other stories that are floating out there. I heard a story about a pastor and his wife that wanted to witness to a psychic, went to go visit her. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they showed up, uh, the psychic could not function. And the psychic said the voice told her to tell them to get out. Wow. I believe that. Yeah. So, I believe that. It's, I have it's, a friend of mine that went, mm-hmm. um, somebody bought her a reading years ago and Though she wasn't strong I, on her walk at that point, she um, she was a Christian, and this the woman couldn't read her. She couldn't read her. Mm. So interesting. Wow. So interesting. I yeah. Tell you, I tell you. Well, um, Jen, if people want to find you, how could they mm-hmm. find you? Tell them your TikTok handle, Instagram. Sure. I, the best way to reach me is through my website because it links to my Instagram, my email and my TikTok. And I also do have a prayer and fellowship group on Facebook. Um, my website is X E X psychic saved.com E X P Y S C H I C saved S A V E D.com. Um, and I did publish my testimony. Um, this isn't a plug, but if you wanted to read a little bit, it's a easy to read book. It's on Amazon and I have the link on there too. Amen. All right. Well, and you have a book out too, right? Yeah, that's the book. Yep. That's, that's the my book. book. Okay, Psych- cool. Yeah. From psychic to saved. It's my, my testimony and, um, a lot of great information, uh, about where, some things that we spoke about where the information Mm -hmm. is coming from, why there's accuracy, um, things of that nature. And of course, some of my personal experiences and how I became saved. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to evangelize if you are going to be speaking to some people that are still dabbling or they're still interested in the new age, getting some information is always good so that you can be prepared to give an answer. Amen. 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 Um, And I'm I'm going right now to get that book. So oh. <laughs> I'm going to hit order. And because uh, I'm uh, like I said, I, I want to I read a lot. Trust me, if I, if we were on camera, people, people, my some of my friends call me Mr. Barnes and Knowles, but I just I read. <laughs> and this is this is my area right here. But I'm getting your book. So I want to okay. I want to do that and support your ministry. And um, you. I tell you, you want to you want to offer a prayer before we close out yes, to anybody I do. that might be struggling in this area. And, you know, you may have gone to a psychic. You want to offer prayer? Absolutely, 100%. And I just wanted to say that um, feel free. I make myself available to all people. If you need somebody to pray with you or for you, I will help you. I answer questions. You just write to me. Go onto my website. There's a little um, form you could submit, a contact form. If you just want some prayer or you have some questions, feel free to write me. Um, I, I, I will get back to you. I will get back to you. So having said that, I'd be happy to say a prayer. Now. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He- Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just thank you so much, Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, Lord. I thank you for 
the ability to meet with my brother today and share testimony and information and your truth, Lord, the knowledge of your word, God. Thank you, Father, for filling our minds with the truth, God, and not leaving us alone in the world um, without any armor, Father. I'm praying right now, God, for the people out there listening to this podcast, Lord, I pray first that you would reach many souls through this podcast, Father God. And I pray that the person who is still struggling with the new age, even in the church, God, even in the church, Father, that they would hear this and know that it's coming from deception. It's coming from the devil and it is evil, Lord, and to turn away today, Father God. I pray, Lord, for your protection over your people, God. And I pray, Father, that you would soften the hearts of those listening today so that they can receive the truth of your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for them, Lord, and that they can be saved and be in eternity with him, Lord. I thank you for that, God. And I just pray again, Lord, that you reach the person today that was about to get that tarot card reading, that was about to call that psychic medium father. And I pray that you convict their heart, Lord. And I pray that you put a stop to it today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And listen, John 8.36 says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you confess out of your mouth. And here's the here's the catch. Believe in your heart. So when you pray in that, pray that God changes your heart. God work on your heart. Amen. You will be free. Amen. And so we thank you so much for joining us for another. I mean, this is probably just one of my favorites here. Uh, <laughs> not showing partiality, but this is this was really good. Uh, and, and Jen gave you all the really that that side of the occult so many people are drawn to again it's not worth two billion dollars for nothing right people this stuff has worked for people so they keep coming back and you know opening themselves up a little bit more to demonic spirits but we're here to be defensive coordinators to help get people out get people out as paul what paul said in ephesians have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather call them out rather expose them and so we thank God for you. Hey, listen, may the love of the Lord Jesus Christ overshadow you and overbide you and the Holy Spirit go with you and before you. We thank you again so much for joining us here. Truth Be Told, Jose Air Force Six podcast for another episode. God bless you. God keep you and may heaven smile upon you. We'll catch you on the flip. Peace. Peace.